Sometimes I wish I could clone myself. <laughs> Hey everyone, I hope you're well. Welcome back or welcome if it's your first time listening to me. This is Quick Chat with Jay. I'm your host as always, Jay. Today, I want to do something a little bit different. Uh, and really, it's just because I feel like I don't... <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I don't know what to do as soon as I open up my podcast. Um, like I said, I'm bad at introductions. But I want to go ahead and start this new segment about entertainment news, about some stuff I've seen this week online or and some things are confirmed you know so let's get into it first i want to bring up i saw recently that michael b jordan wanted to he was actually going to bring a script for another iteration of superman but this will be on hbo um i think hbo or hbo max but regardless it's still hbo but he said he wanted to bring his script there and they will focus on the black superman so i think that would be pretty cool because he didn't want to do and they said that he even might start in it so i feel like that would be good another thing i heard it was that there will be a show that will premiere on stars i don't know when they didn't say an exact date but the show is actually going to be a prequel to the popular franchise john wick um, and it will be set 40 years before John Wick even shows up. I don't know how I feel about that show because I recently... Now, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to act like I'm a diehard fan, like I've been watching the movie since the first one, because that's a lie. <laughs> but I recently, you know, was able to watch the um, last three movies. And, you know, I'm waiting patiently for the fourth one. And my thing is like, why would y'all want to do a prequel like not saying i don't think it will be interesting but people go see john wick for keanu reeves so (laughs) i'm kind of looking i'm like i don't know exactly what y'all plan is going to be for that but hopefully it'll be something interesting as interesting as the john wick movies and you know themselves so that's one another thing i heard in you know in some entertainment news oh Today, I talked about the show on my Apple TV Plus episode, and I mentioned Ted Lasso, which stars Jason Sudeikis. And if you haven't heard of that show, it's a show of a guy from a small town. I think Missouri, actually. He was a um, football coach for kids, but he had an offer to become a soccer coach over in London. He took the offer, so now he is in London. He is a soccer coach and really is such listen jason sadukas is just such an amazing actor as ted and i think that show is so wholesome it's so funny it has this you know um dramatic moments but it's definitely something that will have you laughing crying and possibly clapping <laughs> if you really like the show so um that Oh, new season actually started. Well, I'm recording this part on Friday. So it just started today on the 23rd. Um, But by the time I put this episode up, which will be tomorrow on Saturday or today, Saturday, it'll be I think the first episode will be available. I think they do it bi-weekly. So, yeah, 
not bi-weekly but they do it weekly another update we have we finally have a name and poster for jordan peele's next movie called nope that will star daniel kaluuya kiki palmer and steven Nguyen. that is supposed to come out next year there aren't too many details about the plot of the movie but i know it will be good since jordan peele has given us two really great movies already and one thing that i'm wondering is if this movie will be connected to the other films um, more specifically get out since it stars daniel kaluuya as well so but i don't want to speculate too much but i feel like maybe it'll be connected but i guess we'll just have to wait and find out in other news of black people winning <laughs> actor writer and star of hbo's may i destroy you Michaela Coel has been cast in an unknown role for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. A lot of people were speculating that this role would be her as Storm, but that wouldn't really make sense right now in the, you know, MCU because the X-Men haven't been introduced yet. Other people were saying that she could be the character known as Madame Slay, who in the comics was an ally and lover of Killmonger, and she commands leopards. I don't think it's a power of hers to command leopards, but she just train them really well that she can um you know command them to do whatever they want whatever she wants so i don't know if she could be like the villain maybe if there's something where they say like oh she was the ex-lover of killmonger actually that would work i think that would work you know and so like they said she was connected to him so and also her and killmonger in the comics they plotted to kill Black Panther. So, like, maybe she's a villain? I don't really know. And also, if you're wondering why people were saying she was going to be Storm, it's because um, in the comics, Storm and Black Panther actually got married. And they were, you know, they were husband and wife. So a lot of people were saying that she could be Storm. But as I said, it wouldn't really make sense because we don't have the X-Men yet. It would be cool, but it wouldn't make any sense just to introduce her out of nowhere. Um, and I believe Kevin Feige, who was like the man in head in in charge of Marvel, he hasn't really said anything, any updates on X-Men projects yet. Um, I know the only thing recently that was said, I forgot the actor's name, but it was this guy in the Black Widow movie who um, did an arm wrestle against... Alexi, which is the Red Guardian, played by David Harbour, who, by the way, I meant to say this in my review, David Harbour was one of the best parts of that movie. <laughs> but yet the guy who he's big and tall, like he came out and said that he was actually going to be that him being a part of that movie, he could confirm that he was the he is the first X-Men to be featured in a mcu movie but i don't know it, if kevin feige doesn't confirm it i'm like i don't really know what you're talking about i mean that would be really cool but for them to introduce a minor x-men like that it's kind of like i don't understand why y'all would do it you know that's small but maybe they're working they're trying to work their way up let's see um but yeah there hasn't even really been any clear plans for x-men i don't know what's wrong with me i feel like i can't talk a little bit but there hasn't been any clear plans for the x-men to be introduced yet so but 
I will say that Marvel has gained a really great actor. If you haven't um, seen her show, May I Destroy You Like I Have, um, I've heard great things about it, and I suggest that you check it out. I'll be checking it out soon. And I also recommend that you watch her other show that she created called Chewing Gum that's on Netflix. It is very funny, and as I already said, she is just a great actor. Speaking of some great acting, Yana, I hope I said her name correctly, Glazer, starred in this movie called False Positive that was released on Hulu on June 25th, and it's about this couple that's been trying to get pregnant, and they were fortunate enough to meet this fertility doctor, but there seems to be something sinister at play with this doctor. So let's discover what it was. I already knew this movie is going to be something else. Um, when I first heard these lines in the beginning of the movie from Yana Glazer's character, when she said, as a woman, this is the one thing I'm supposed to be able to do and I can't do it. And then later on, she's talking about all, like she's talking about all the things she has done or like hasn't done to be able, she can get pregnant. But there's just one thing I don't like about movies that do this is they, it's almost as if they try to place all the blame on a woman at first. And I'm like, why are y'all not making it seem like it's the guy's fault? Like, you know, maybe his little men are swimming correctly. Thought about that. But the movie stars Iana Glazer as Lucy, as I mentioned before. Justin Theroux as Adrian, who was Lucy's husband. And then the doctor is played by Pierce Bronsman as Dr. Hendel. So... After months of Lucy and Adrian trying and failing to get pregnant, um, they finally find their dream fertility doctor and Dr. Hendel. But after becoming pregnant with the healthy baby girl, Lucy begins to notice something sinister about Dr. Hendel. Something unsettling and uncomfortable <laughs> that Pierce Bronsman's character does. It's like he makes the sound you know what i'm actually just going to like i'm just going to put the clip but let me explain some back story to this so just so you know what he's doing he is getting the instrument to inseminate um lucy and he just does it in the weirdest way so he has the instrument to inseminate her and then he takes like the uh the gel and he's like rubbing it on the instrument to put it you know in her and um just just listen to this good work son this is powerful stuff <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, she does become pregnant, triplets actually, but then she had to make the decision to give up the twin boy she was going to have or her daughter. And the reason why this was 
the reason she was told why she had to pick, um, you know, to either say, because the two twins are in their own sack and then the daughter was in her own sack. And so the reason she was told was that she was high risk, which I really don't believe was true for her character. Um, you'll see why I say that. Like, you'll see why later when I explain why I say that. But she ended up wanting to keep the daughter, which she already named Wendy. So the twins were chosen for selective reduction, which is when a mother is carrying an unsafe or undesirable number of fetuses in a multiple pregnancy. So they reduced the number of fetuses to a number that is relatively safe for the mother and the remaining fetuses. Welcome to my science and biology class. Anyway, um, before her pregnancy, she becomes paranoid and suspicious of the doctor and her husband because something just doesn't seem right with Wendy. And I'm glad she noticed it because I saw something was wrong from a mile away. Like, the, I know this is a movie, but the, and the movie set the tone for it to be unsettling. But I just knew there was some BS going on because it's just the way that the doctor and her husband were acting. So right from the moment, like, I just knew it. Right from the moment he inseminated her, something was wrong. Um, and before we get more into this, I just want to say and put this on our record that I hate every single person surrounding Lucy because they all, like, were trying to gaslight her into believing she was going to crazy and she was going crazy and no one was trying to help her. There's some trash ass people. I have to say it. I just hated every single character that was around her. But leading up to the birth of the child, Lucy was having some strange dreams about her husband and a doctor. If you watch the movie, you'll see what I'm talking about. I cannot really talk about it on this episode because that's just a little bit too R-rated for my show. But one thing that kept showing up in her dreams was this drawer that her husband has in their house. And he has like a keypad on it. And basically, I feel like the dream was a premonition trying to warn her and let her know that, you know, look in this drawer and you'll find the answers to why you feel the way you feel. And let's go ahead and fast forward to her birth. So Lucy decided to go with the midwife instead of the doctor to help her with her birth because she wasn't trusting the doctor anymore at this point in the story. And what happened is that the birth went well up until the midwife said that she was crowning again and that she needed to go to the hospital because something was wrong with her placenta. I think um, it was becoming detached. But anyway, they you know, went to the hospital and surprise, surprise, Dr. <laughs> Hendel was there to deliver the next baby. And they show us they show us. The audience the placenta and wouldn't you know it wendy her baby wendy is attached to the placenta i don't have to tell you this but obviously shit didn't go as it was supposed to go <laughs> lucy was understandably confused and angry because she, like she was not expecting to have twins at all she was mad at the doctor because she knew he had something to do with it and of course she was right so what happened was, is that Lucy found out that this doctor was giving his man goo 
that sounds way worse than I imagine it would. Um, but he was giving that to parents who were, you know, like expecting people who wanted to expect people who wanted to get pregnant. So he was giving his junk to the patients as an experiment of his. And it's just so sick because his reasoning to why he was doing that is because he believed that his man goo, his his genes were going to be like the main thing that will carry on the human race. I just can't imagine someone truly believing that unironically. And Lucy, when she found that out, Lucy raised some hell and beat the hell out of him, <laughs> which at that moment's like, good for her. You know, like I don't I think I would beat the crap out of somebody else too if I found out they were trying to pull some crap like that. And um I have to say I don't really know if she left the man for dead or not. Or she like killed him because they didn't show it on screen and it so it wasn't really confirmed, but I have a feeling Lucy like ended that man's life. <laughs> if you just want like a short explanation, an old white guy tried to play God and got what was coming to him. Also, Lucy gave her husband the twins and told him to kick rocks because he was in on the idea to keep the boys instead of the girl that Lucy wanted. You know, so <clears throat> the thing is that and I want to explain this a little bit more. So when he asks her about the selective reduction and she did say, I want to keep Wendy. They showed us that, you know, he took the uh, syringe and he, I guess, put it in whichever placenta, which was supposed to be the twins. And then he, you know, made it so that, no, the twins will survive, but not Wendy. And that's how Wendy died. Um, that's how the fetus died. But... Yeah, I mean, I'm happy for Lucy that she got some revenge and she told her husband to get the hell out of her life. Um, So, I mean, I kind of guess things worked out for Lucy. Wait a minute. I, I sound way too happy. <laughs> I sound way too happy about that. She went through some BS and it was not cool at all. Like, uh, But, you know, that is a story of false positive. So I have to say, I don't dislike the movie. I think it was fine, but... It does feel like something is missing or it just feels like I've seen this before. And when I was looking at other reviews, um, you know, about this movie, people were saying how it reminded them of Rosemary's Baby. But, of course, Rosemary's Baby did it better with the concept. So, if you don't know what the movie I just mentioned is, Rosemary's, Rosemary's Baby, it's about a woman, Rosemary, who's been trying to have a baby um, she does get pregnant, but everyone around around her starts to like leave her to feel isolated, and then they're making her believe she is crazy. Because I believe people, I haven't watched this movie in like the first time I watched this movie was probably, I think last year, for a class, and I enjoyed it, but um, I believe that people were trying to make her seem crazy. She noticed people were following her. And everything and the 
thing that is so crazy is the twist is that she does give birth to the baby that she was having, but the baby turns out to be the son of Satan due to some cult stuff happening behind her back, which she had no idea about. And the crazy, and here's the thing why people say that it sounds so similar is because not only did Rosemary not know, just like how Lucy didn't know, but with Rosemary's story, her husband, the neighbors, I believe, the doctor, everybody was involved in knowing that she was going to give birth to the son of Satan, except for her. But you see, sorry, that's kind of a bad synopsis of Rosemary, of what Rosemary's Baby is. I suggest that you watch it. It is a really good movie. It's a classic. But you can see the similarities between False Positive and Rosemary's Baby. And I have to say, there's nothing wrong with a movie that seems similar to a classic or to another movie that everybody knows about. Because I feel like it's fine when people say, oh, this is an inspiration for this movie. So I think it would be fine if, you know, the writers of False Positive were like, oh, we looked at Rosemary's Baby and we kind of wanted to do something similar to that. And it was an inspiration. But False Positive just not, like, it just does not hit the mark that I think it was trying to hit. And I have to say, story-wise, it just didn't hit that mark for me because I already knew in my mind, oh, I've seen this done before and it was done much better than what I just saw. Which isn't a good thing, you know. Because there's, out of all the movies in the world, of course you're going to run into some similar stories with some similar plot lines and things but when you look at these two movies looking at rosemary's baby and then look at false positive you can definitely tell that they were trying to do their own version of rosemary's baby and it went fine but then it just kind of faltered and messed up in the end that's just my opinion on it um story-wise like i said it just didn't work i have to say the acting though between these actors they're amazing actors i really feel like um Ilana Glazer she was amazing and I would really love to see her in some more horror roles just better ones that's all um uh, wow the shade I just threw but yeah that's my review on false positive have you seen false false positive did you like it did you hate it <laughs> do you think you know just how I thought like okay y'all try to do Rosemary's Baby and failed miserably but um yeah so if you haven't seen it i still would say just just see it just as, so you can get your own opinion about it it's not as horrible there hasn't been a movie that i've really sat and been like this is just the most horrible thing i've ever seen in my life and i want this movie to be wait, wiped off the face of the earth it's not it's nothing like that but you can definitely tell like you know they put in effort but at the end of the day it wasn't really it didn't just they didn't pull it off as well as they thought they were going to anyway that is my episode for today i hope you have a good day or night at the time you're listening remember you can follow me on my social media instagram quick chat pod 
and my other instagram bajer which is b-e-y-j-e-r my email is quickchatj at gmail.com i upload on tuesdays and saturdays so my next upload will be on tuesday peace bye everyone